You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code play for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. It is amazing to see you here, where you are challenged to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and consider realities you may have been unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here along with my co-host, India Jackson, to get that dialogue going. What's up, India? What's up? <laughs> so, um... There's a lot that is shifting when it comes to what people are doing, how they're showing up, and a little bit of a different level of accountability that some people are stepping into taking when it comes to their business, their brand, and how they as an individual, a human, are showing up. And with that, um, I think it's important to acknowledge that you know, this is not easy and everybody can't come for the ride. We we have a very old episode about that. Real old. (laughs) (laughs) In podcast years, it's like, it's like 82 years. Like it's old, (laughs) but (laughs) it is accurate because everybody can't come for the ride. And I'm not bringing this just because I want you to think about it. I'm also saying this from a true place of empathy because I've had people that I have had to um, not bring along for the ride. I have had a number of people throughout my life that as I have evolved, I just could no longer be a whole human being and still have them there. And as I began to um, step into my work, like I had to be very clear about what was okay and what wasn't. And so part of it is what I do from the ethical side, but part of it is also, you know, whether it's time or effort that has to go into it, like some people just, they aren't on board with it. And they have a different standard or a different idea of what it should be. And I'm not here to do what anybody else thinks I need to do for me or to be an example for my kids or to be the voice um, that people are listening to because people are listening. And so my responsibility to that is important. 
And I think with that, it's important to kind of bring to you the fact that when you step into this, there are some things that are going to happen, but you don't have to isolate and you don't have to do it alone. So what's, what's, what comes up, I guess, in your head when I say all this stuff? Um, I mean, I think that anytime we're stepping into using our voice, using our power, being visible, bringing visibility to the things that we believe in, you're going to have people that don't believe the same thing. You know, there's no way around that. And what you said is true. Like people are going to get off of the ride of your life. You know, they're going to slowly start to distance themselves. And dare I say, even you might decide to distance yourself from some people because you, you know, have given them the space to see that they could change some things or evolve in certain ways. And they're, they're not open to it. Or you realize, you know, maybe they're fucking racist or maybe they're sexist or maybe they abuse power and that's not okay with you. And I know many people here are here because they own a business, but it goes so much deeper than that. Like when we started really stepping into our values and beliefs, both of us, you know, you and I, Erica, and having to really stand up and say that we weren't going to be silent anymore about certain things. We lost a lot of people. And in some places that started with business, but that trickles down to family and friends too. And that's real and it's not easy. And it can be very painful to wake up and realize that people you were close to, you can no longer be close to anymore because it's no longer healthy for you or it no longer facilitates safety for the other people you're close to that don't look like them or don't think like them or don't move through life like them. <sighs> We've had a lot of honestly, people get off the ride. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the the sigh like really sums all of it up because it it is a lot and it takes a lot of energy and it's not easy. And what I think that people have to remind themselves of is that the right thing um, isn't, is usually not the easy thing. Um, It just happens to be that way. And it's not only, you know, what is the right thing for you, but it's what is, what is the right thing as a whole. And so when you step into your diversity, equity, and inclusion work, it really is you saying, I am willing to, um, I'm no longer willing to commit to being racist because I won't commit to being anti-racist. And so it's the right thing to do and it's not easy. And so I feel like the things that can come up with that, um, you know, I, I, I feel like there's a few things around it. And so I feel like when you start with just that entire piece of you know, you're going to lose people or this person can't come for the ride. You know, this is going to include friends. It's going to include family. It's going to, you're going to leave people behind. People will leave you behind, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's important that for a lot of people who are stepping into this work for the first time in their lives is to be prepared for that and be ready because then maybe it won't sting just as hard when it happens. 
yeah, you're slightly more prepared for it. I mean, I don't think you're ever truly prepared, but at least you won't feel totally blindsided. And, you know, to me, one of the things that makes any type of, of loss like that the hardest, what makes that hard is when you have to do it by yourself. Absolutely. So this is where, you know, I like to remind people that isolating is not not helpful. So it is one thing to need to give yourself space, um, you know, to heal or just that time. But you want to be careful to not truly isolate uh, because it's not going to be helpful to sit in it and just to stew on your own. And, you know, these are some of those points when it gets hard. And this is where having support, having people that you can do this with, um, people that can help you with accountability, even if that accountability is, you know, reminding you to go drink water. And that's, like, I'm being honest, like the smallest of things. And, you know, th- there were a number of things that were popping up, um, reminding people if you were protesting to bring water. And it seems like a small thing, but honestly, like your normal basic needs don't begin to, they don't always take the same precedence sometimes. And so when things come up and it gets hard, you can forget some of those things. And so that accountability from someone to be like, did you eat? Did you drink? Did you take, did did you turn off social media? You know, like, you know, whatever that thing is that needs to happen. And that's just the human piece of it. There's, there's a whole nother layer when it comes to accountability, when you're talking about um, from the business front, but on the human level, I want it to be understood as well that, and I always talk about this, like, I'm not here to shame you. You are choosing to do something to make things better for people that look like me, for people that don't look like you. And you don't have to do that. You can just choose to stay in a racist system that benefits you by birthright. And when you choose not to, like you, you are human. So while I'm not going to just give a pass for like bad behavior, you know, yes. And you're a human and I have empathy for the fact that you are stepping into something that is not easy. So I'm not going to, you know, put your needs on the bottom rung because you were born into a system that you didn't have a say into either. The thing is, is you are now choosing that you no longer want to be silently complicit in that. I yeah. mean, shit, you're still human. Like, I'm still human. Like, I didn't lose that part when I decided to do anti-racism work. You're still human. And that's okay. I mean, I think that the other side of that accountability is when you don't have the support of someone to guide you along and to make sure that you're still taking care of yourself, you're still taking care of your business, you run the risk of a few things from what I've seen, which A, is <laughs> really being in a place where you start to shrink yourself in order to make these people that probably you just need to let go of feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's not okay. Um, and B, like – if, if we don't watch that, then we burn ourselves out and burnout leads to throwing in the towel. We need you in this yes. for the long haul. Yes. This isn't a one week, a one phone call with Erica, a one month of our community thing. 
this is a long game process. We got here over generations and generations and generations of trauma. We don't get out of here from just a couple of weeks. So we don't need you burning yourself out and throwing in the towel. And that's where it's important to remember that, you know, uh, India, what you said is exactly right. You know, one call with me, one month with me, you know, one month in our community, um, a call with us together. That's not, that's not enough because you don't overturn full programming that you've gotten from day one out the womb. You don't shake that overnight. And so it's important to remember that, but I think it's important to remember it for when it gets hard. I think it's important to remember that when you feel like you're not making enough progress. I think it's important to remember that when that piece of you that might be very um, outcome driven or focus driven. It's like, okay, where's, where's the thing? I don't, I don't see the shift. I don't see the, you know, the, the change, the outcome. And it's like, it's, it's not, it's not a check the block. It's like, all right, I picked that up off the floor. Check. Now what? Like, it's not just that simple that you do this action and you're going to automatically see like the clouds part and the sun comes out. Like it is <laughs> diligence and it is dedication. And so, you know, don't give up, but also be easy with yourself when you are doing it because you are not going to uncover, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 plus, 60 plus years of white supremacist programming in one 60 minute call. No. You're not, not going to do that. And that's setting an unrealistic expectation for um, anti-racist work, but it's also setting an unrealistic expectation for your capacity to change, to even realize what needs to be changed. That can't happen. You can't even recognize everything that needs to be changed. How do you think you're going to change it that fast? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to really give yourself that space. And that's exactly why you need to do it with support. You need to have a network. You need to have people to lean on. I am going to remind everyone, particularly those that are new, that what you saw happen as you began to um, interact with my content, what you were seeing forward facing on any social media platform for the most part um, came because India's company, Flaunt Your Fire, does my forward-facing marketing. Now, I write my stuff, but as far as the curation of it and the posting and and, and the strategy, like the purpose and making sure that I'm not out here doing wild shit because, you know, sometimes I get pissed and I just be saying shit. But, you know, that that is her. You know, I, 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 and, and the weekend after George Floyd was murdered, I was knee deep in this in the most energy sucking kind of way. And nothing would have been there if it was not for her. This is not the only time, but this is an example that is really easy for you to see that is recent. I don't do this alone. And that is not me even touching on the fact that we have been friends for well over 12 years. And from an emotional standpoint, she has helped to keep me whole 
when this shit drains me and I am dealing with brain picking and passive aggressive responses and lack of accountability and even just some full blown articulate racist. Like, yeah, <laughs> like it is what it is. And it's hard. And um, so I'm going to say that there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. Well, first of all, thank you for acknowledging the work that I do. But I'm also going to say, for those of you listening, there's a lot that goes behind the scenes that Erica is experiencing that you don't get to see. And not all of it is pretty. A lot of it isn't. And I could not do this alone. I could not. There's absolutely no way on this earth that I could. None. Because... I need to be supported as a human being. I am running a business that facilitates my values. And so I need help to keep that business running. And that is multiple pieces. And it is, it is a lot. And so when people jump into, you know, I want to be an ally. I want to be a co-conspirator. I want to be an accomplice. And again, I'm going to, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I know that there's a lot of tags and this is where I'm going to say, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with this, this, I need to call myself something thing. Call yourself in action. Like go, go fucking do something. If you worried about arguing about this goddamn tag, you focus on the wrong shit. Go do the thing. Go do the goddamn thing. Because yeah. I don't care what you call yourself. You still got work to do. All of us, including me. I, I mean, I I have to <laughs> deprogram myself as well. So none of us are above having work to do. So if your focus is a damn tag to call yourself, that's proof that you got work to do. And you can't get to any level at all by yourself. Not keeping yourself sane and whole because there are times that it gets difficult. There are times that people are going to disagree with you because there's more, there, there, there's no one way. Stop like, enjoying the conversation. Yeah, that happens a lot. If y'all have, again, you have been indoctrinated into what happens here. It is something to be like, mm. it likes to agree oh. with Erica. Verbally. <laughs> Full cosine. <laughs> The what the, the it was funny they didn't hear the last time it was mine I was like mm, I'm just gonna kind of shut that down real quick <laughs> <laughs> I ate too I was like oh well I, I I can't help it um and and can I also acknowledge like you have to laugh sometimes you have to yes. find joy damn it find some joy because it is it is wasting a life that you have to live to only stay in the hard and heavy parts as if you have to martyr yourself and to like, you have to beat yourself up because if I didn't laugh, I'd be in fucking tears all the time. And can I remind you, like being in tears is not helping anybody. You do need to process your feelings, but we Mm -hmm. also need you to feel whole and to be able to recover from those feelings in order to keep doing the work. Mm-hmm. I, 
it it's very uh it's even hard for me to bring words to how I feel because it's so intense about how I've seen our community support each other, how I've seen pause in the play of the community support you, Erica, at a time like this, coming and asking how you're doing, checking on, like we're the facilitators, but just the love in the room for both of us has been immense. And also I've seen them supporting each other, you know, and I've seen them buying from each other, buying products and services and referring people to each other's businesses, because guess what? Our businesses still need to make money in order to be able to thrive. It is that money that changes the economic gap. And I also have seen the power of their willingness to share each other's posts, to share each other's stories. Um, There's just so much support that you gain when you invite yourself into aligned people. So yes, I know we said in the beginning, like you're going to lose people and we have too. We've been there with you and we have complete empathy for how hard that has been. I mean, we both have had to set aside family members in our journey, very close, immediate family members in our journey because it was no longer healthy to continue to have them around. So I just want to give that context without talking around the problem and say for what it is. We have lost, I in particular have had to lose a parent due to misaligned values. Same. A parent, a best friend. Like, <laughs> I don't know how many other people have fallen behind the wayside along the way that were friends, family, business associates, cohorts, just people that were no longer aligned. Not one of those was easy. Not one of them. So I want you to know if you're hearing what Eric is saying, if you're hearing what I'm saying, we're not saying this because we're putting this on you and we haven't had to do the same thing. We have. We've had to do some very difficult decisions in our lives to get to where we are. And I also want to say that we positioned ourselves. We, we've practiced what we preach to have that accountability in each other and in the other service providers that we work with so that we don't throw in the towel. We've had that support of our own community and surrounding ourselves with people who do have similar values and belief systems so that this does become easier. Because guess what? We all need to be human. We do need to laugh. We do need to have fun. We do need to feel like we have friends and family and support. And without going too much off topic, like I've had to rebuild what family looks like for me as an adult through the people I selected to be my family instead of my family of origin. And that came from having that support system. But what you said is powerful because you chose who you wanted family to be. And none of us got gifted to choose family from the word go. But as you begin to choose who you want to be, there's a lot of power in choosing who you are asking to hold you accountable, who you are asking to hold your hair back when it gets hard, who you are asking for support when you need it. Because these are things that we need. Like we're 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 pack animals as humans as a general statement. Like we we seek and we crave that. And so when you are stepping into being the next best version of you, who are you choosing to support you? 
And that's what Pause on the Play is, you know, really all about within our community. Absolutely. You know, I mean, yes, we could focus on the losing people, but you also have to ask yourself, who do you want to gain? So if you're looking to gain the people that want to see you thrive, that have similar values that they're looking to bring to light, that are looking to speak openly and honestly and frankly about the things that need to be talked about out loud, that are looking to support you and to share your business with people that are going to purchase your services and help to give you the visibility with the right types of people to give you opportunities. This is what the community is all about. And the community is not complete without you. Go over to pauseontheplay.com and you can go ahead and apply to be in the community. If you're not sure what is the next best step for you, go over to ericacorday.com and sign up for your free consultation. And we can discuss what is the next best step for you in your journey. The entire point of everything that we do is to really get you to be willing to ask the right questions, to dig deeper, and to have the conversations just like I'm having with India. And for that, I appreciate you for listening. Um, If you could think of anything that you want to kind of send everyone off before we go, India, what do you want to do? I just want to remind you that DEI work, you know, you think you stopped in a DEI or visibility for your business, but it, it touches so many other areas of life than just that, including your family, your friends, how you move through life. And if you're finding yourself in that place where this has touched you and you felt the feels, you're not alone. We understand. And we're here for you. So again, going over to pauseontheplay.com. If you want to go ahead and apply for the community now, not sure, go over to ericacorday.com, schedule your free consultation, and we'll discuss what is best for you right now. As always, we appreciate you being here, and until next time. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take, and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?